Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday, January 9. My name is Anna Wells. The name of the podcast is Transparency, and that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be so transparent that your ears will burn, that you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe she just said that. But no, I did. And I really believe that once you stop sugarcoating, once you are true to yourself, you will start to live the life that is meant for you. So again, when you're true to yourself, life happens for you. Okay? Life happens for you. So if you don't talk about your dreams, nobody can help you. And social media keeps you accountable. That's why when I work out, I put it on social media because that will keep me accountable. And don't wait to get inspired. Action will inspire you. And fear, fear will never, ever go away. But once you break through fear, that's magic. Because we all know fear stands for false evidence appearing real. You need to feel the fear. Even the very, very, very successful people still feel the fear. And when you don't feel the fear, then it's not meant for you. You have to feel nervous. You have to feel something because you care. And don't worry about what others think. Because the other people, they're way more worried about themselves. They're really not worried about you at all. And this is what I'm always worried about. I'm always worried about, oh my gosh, I I always jump the gun. I'm always premature in like sharing things on social media. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like such a, and I, I don't want to say failure or loser because those are heavy words and I really don't see myself as a loser or failure at all. But when I put on social media something and it didn't pan out for me, then I actually am proud of myself that I swallowed my ego, that I tried it. And I think if you don't try it, you'll never know. And not everything is meant for me, but I can still try it, right? So for example, <laughs> with me, I wanted this beach house for so long. I mean, I can taste it, I can smell it, I can see it, I can hear it, everything. But we tried. I mean, we really did our best. And I am married to the best human being on the planet that he really tried everything. Like we got a lender, we looked at, oh my gosh, maybe 20 beach houses. And as much as we both loved it, we came to the realization that we don't own a house right now. We're renting. And in order for us or in order for you or anybody who wants an investment property, it's smarter that you own a primary home first. And we don't just yet. So we realize it's smarter to buy a home where we are living and then eventually start with an investment property because it's it's also a gamble. You know, and if we go ahead with the beach house, that kind of means that John has to pay rent for this house and he has to pay for the mortgage on the second house. And of course, 
I am investing money as well, but he pretty much has the steady job because think about it, I'm a boutique owner and as a boutique owner, what am I? I'm an independent contractor and he has a steady salary. So on paper, he actually looks better than I do. And I'm sure if you're an independent contractor or if you work part-time, you work for yourself, you're your own boss, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then I thought like, oh, maybe I should start working for someone so I have a steady salary, so I look better on paper. And then I'm like, no, because this is the perfect scenario. Yes, I have the liquid cash. So I put in the liquid cash, you know, and he pays it off and we both put our names on it and fair is fair, right? In life, in marriage, you have to compromise a little bit and I think that's what we're doing. I'm compromising by saying, okay, no to the beach house right now. That's not no forever, but that's just right now because the beach house was a bit far away too. I mean, we drove it 10 and a half, okay, I should say 11 and a half hours one way, you know, and um, yeah, it, it was a lot, but it was beautiful. It was really nice. But I have to say the beach life, I love it, but I don't know if I want to live the beach life 24-7. I don't think I'm there just yet. I feel the beach life, maybe it's like more when I'm a bit older, because now I kind of still feel I want to be in the hustle and the bustle. And I kind of like that about, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of liked it about Texas, Dallas, Texas. There is still like a hustle and a bustle. It's like... You know, there, there are major airports here and I can go to Holland easily, although I shouldn't say that because when I go to my country, my gosh, it's never easy because even though I have the money, I always decide to take the, not the direct flight because the direct flight is like so much more than if I, you know, let's say I make a pit stop somewhere else and I'm always about saving money. I'm such a frugal Dutch girl. So even though I have the money for, let's say, first class or a direct, I always choose to make a stop somewhere. And then it's a bit of a shit show because then it's like I'm going to London and I'm going to there and I'm going to there. And then sometimes two stops because I want to save money. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to enjoy the journey. So you you know what I realized? It, this podcast, sometimes I say things and maybe it will contradict myself or... Maybe it's like one day you say this and another day you say that, but that's normal. That's human. That's life. We are not meant to stay in the same place. You know what I mean? So that's what we are working on. We are working. We're actually in the process of doing an offer um, here in um, Texas, uh, Flower Mount, Texas, and it is freaky deaky gorgeous. It has a pool. I really wanted a pool because it gets really hot here. Even now it's winter, the French doors are wide open. No, I wouldn't go in the pool right now. It's too cold for that, but it gets hot here. So I really wanted a pool. So we got a house with a pool and then a pool home for the boutique. So I am so excited to have my own boutique space on the property. And that was always my dream. Um, my dream was to have like a she shed or like a guest house or a pool home for the boutique. And that's exactly happening. And I also believe that in order for you to manifest things, you have to talk about it, talk about it. And other people say, oh, no, you might jinx it. I never really believe in the jinxing because I'm like, if it's meant for me, 
then it's meant for me. If it's not meant, then it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's so easy. Like we overthink things and we're so scared of people jinxing us. And I, again, I really don't believe that. I mean, yeah, of course, I, I, I will get jealous of people, but not jealous in a bad way. I'll get jealous of people be like, hmm, I want to do what they did to get where they are. Not like, hmm, that person doesn't deserve it. You know what I mean? I'm just in awe, like, how did they get there? And how can I copy and paste what they did? And then in my own way, you know, like I put my own spin on it. Because we don't have to invent the wheel. We just have to invent, reinvent kind of our spin, put our unique spin on it, you know? So... I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about growing this podcast because I got, and again, I am so grateful for the feedback, for the people messaging me and saying, oh my gosh, thank you for being honest. Thank you for being raw. Thank you for being real. And you inspire me and you actually give me permission and hope to do the same thing. And that's all I want. That's all I want. And the same with the boutique. I really want to do it my way, but I want to make sure that I help people and inspire them to show people that you don't need to get alone. You don't need to have this big space with overhead. Start small, because that's what I did with my boutique. I started small. I had barely any overhead. The rent was low. I was sharing a space. It was a beautiful space. The people I worked with were incredible. And I tried it and I loved it, but it just isn't for me. And moving forward, I know for a fact that I do not want a brick and mortar far away or even 10 minutes from my house or five minutes from the house. I want it at my house at my property because there's so many other things I want to work on. And then you're saying like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense because if you focus on other things, you're never really excelling in that one thing. And yes, I agree with you and I disagree with you because we have other passions. Like I am, my first priority is being a wife and a housewife and a homemaker and a friend and a good human. And for me, it's important that I work out and that I eat healthy. And I, I want to share that. And, you know, with social media, you always say like, oh, you need a niche. And I'm like, yeah, I have a niche. I am Dutch boho boutique. I sell things, but I also share and inspire and share affordable things and what works for me, you know what I mean? Because if it works for me, it might work for you. And I think if we just keep that in mind and keep it simple and not be so hard on ourselves, because I took a little time off social media, not, you know, putting any stories out there, not putting any new content out there. And believe me, I was still growing. I still saw my numbers fly up. And I think that is because I don't really know why. I think it's good to reflect and take a break and show people that you're human and you need to recharge your battery and you just want to keep reinventing yourself. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, 
I keep pivoting and growing and I felt I felt a bit embarrassed when the beach condo kind of didn't pan out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been shouting off the rooftops. Woohoo, we're buying a beach home and oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And then I had to ask myself, is it ego that I am embarrassed to admit that it didn't work out? Is it? Because no, it really is not ego. It's... I did not want the beach property to be able to say, oh, we own a beach condo or we own a beach house or we have a second home. That wasn't why I wanted the beach condo. The beach condo was really because that's where I felt and feel my best when I'm near the water. And that's why I love to be near the pool, near a lake near the ocean. And I don't know about you, but I really do see a difference between the lake and the ocean. I feel, I feel the ocean is never ending. And I, I feel the lake, obviously, I mean, it's ending, right? It's a lake. It's not an ocean. And I think that never ending gives me that so many like opportunities, like it never ends, like, like the sky is the limit. But then I also learned when I was at the beach that when I was walking on the beach every morning and I started out walking on the beach with Dobby, our furry baby, and listen to this. We drove partly because we wanted to bring Dobby, our furry baby, our dog. <laughs> and then once we got there and we had a dog friendly Airbnb, we were right on the sands. Listen to this nobody mentioned to us and it's nobody's job to mention it to us but I always feel like why didn't you mention this to me like the Airbnb people um, um, the realtor but then it's not their job it's not their job to tell me that but the minute I got there and I started walking with the dog for two hours on the beach off leash because he's always off leash and when people came I put him on leash of course out of respect and then I realized I'm the only one with a dog on this beach what's going on and then after hours of walking this one fisherman he said hey let me just warn you if the police sees you they'll give you a ticket for $500 I'm like wait what $500 he's like yeah the the dog is not allowed anywhere on this beach I'm like I wish I knew I had no idea. Call me ignorant, call me dumb, call me selfish, call me what, uh, whatever. I had no idea. And I felt so bad. And I turned around and I was like looking over my shoulder. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I told John. And then after that day, I did not bring Dobby. And I'm like, you know, that actually took the fun away from me. And then I'm, I, I said to John, I said, okay, for that reason, should we buy outside of America, somewhere else, you know, in another country, like Mexico, Costa Rica. But I think they have I don't know if they have those rules and regulations. I know they have less rules and regulations because I know in Holland we have less rules and regulations, which in a way makes it fun, but then in another way it can also make it messy. And I actually love the beaches in America because they're so nice and clean and controlled, you know what I mean? So there's something to be said for everything, um, but it actually made my trip less pleasant that I had to walk by myself because already John is not a beach lover and he's such a good husband. He 
went with me. He walked with me for a little bit, like, I don't know, maybe like half an hour. And then he's like, okay, I'm done. And he was like, okay, what, what reward do I get? You know what I mean? Because he really doesn't like it. So I'm very grateful that he did that for me. And he entertained it for me and he even entertained uh, beach properties and he spoke to the lender and we saw so many properties, but it just, it's not for us right now. And I'm like, mm, 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 like, you know what I mean? But I shouldn't feel that way. I tried it. And same with the boutique. I mean, if you ask me if I would do that again, no, but I learned from it. I learned that. I came into the boutique as a storefront boutique owner and I had a certain amount of money on my account. And now, seven months later, that money is uh, significantly lower. And yes, I made money. I made money daily. Sometimes I made 800, sometimes a couple hundred, sometimes nothing. And that's being a boutique owner. And I'm looking on my bank account and there's less money on there. That's just a reality because you got to keep buying. You got to keep buying and you got to be ahead of the trends and it never ends and it's tiring. I mean, it really is. So was it more of a hobby? I guess because a hobby costs you money and a job makes you money. So that's why now I'm pivoting. I'm also thinking like, okay, I'm going to do it from home. I'm also going to sell home decor. And I'm also going to sell my services as a social media influencer. Because a lot of people ask me like, okay, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? And I think I'm going to, you know, offer my services as, hey, I will be someone's social media manager director, whatever you want to call it. If you want me to do your social media, I'm more than happy to do it. Because that's, you know, there's something like that. Like there's a hotel VIN nearby my house here and they use a social media manager and a social media director. And they had one before and I really liked what she did, the content. And now it's a, a, a guy and a girl, which I kind of like too, because it has perspective. It gives perspective of the male and a female, but I see that it's a little bit different. And I really like it when the person is very transparent, uh, very real, honest. You know, for example, I shared some accounts with you that I am following um, Aggie and Tessa and Amanda and all these girls have in common that they use their own name, which I love because I have shop Dutch Boho Boutique because I sell, you know, I sell clothing and I sell home decor. But I also am kind of playing with the idea to use my own name, you know, just simple Anna. I'm sure there are other Anna, so maybe that's taken. But what I learned from these girls is that they're great storytellers. And I think... The person who does great social media is an amazing storyteller. You have to be a good storyteller. You have to really make it about other people. And you have to swallow your ego, be humble, be transparent, and actually apologize or actually not apologize, but but show people, tell people that you were wrong, wrong about something because I think that's beautiful. That is beautiful when you're able to make fun of yourself, when you're able to apologize, when you're able to say, hey, I was wrong. 
that to me is beautiful. And I see that in Tessa, Amanda, and Aggie, these three influencers who have each like a million followers, they are not afraid to make fun of themselves. They're not afraid to say, hey, I was wrong and I'm going to pivot. And that's exactly where I am. So that's all I wanted to share with you today. Uh, I hope you have an amazing week. And please subscribe, leave a review. I will make it worth your time. I will reciprocate. Um, I will send you something free from Dutch Boho Boutique or a free book, whatever you like. And I will do the same for you. I'll shout you out. So please subscribe, uh, tag me and shout me out on social media. And if you don't like it, don't say anything at all. And happy week. And I'll chat with you soon.